Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey Dad, and Robbie Falk with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for starting the weekend with us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with some Churn and Spoon, I'm sorry, with some Strange Brew Coffeehouse. Evidently, you and I are we're, we're racking up some, uh, some freebies over there, too. Some of our listeners have taken care of us. I'm going to have to get some brownie points. My wife can get her some coffee. There you go. So thank you guys for, for doing that. And look, the holiday season is upon us, which means you can buy Strange Brew for just about anybody you love. You just got to go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.myshopify. Yes, that pretty much goes the way you expect it to go spelling-wise. .com. And all of the great stuff that you get at Strange Brew Coffee House, you can get it delivered to your door. If you want to drink the same coffee that Mike Leach is drinking, well, then you need to go to this, this to the website, strangebrewcoffeehouse.myshopify.com. And look, if, you got a, uh, if you're a parent and you've got a kid up here, gift cards are available there on the website. You can load them up, and then they're getting drinks the rest of the semester. I thought you said a parrot. <laughs> there was a parrot at Strange Brother. Didn't you there, was. there was. There was. Drink some coffee. If you're a parrot and you like coffee, come to Strange Brew. If you like, if you're a parrot or a parent, <laughs> whichever one it is, I don't know about two cans and you know. Yeah, we're getting into a gray area yeah, there. Yeah, we're yeah, just talking about parrots right I, now. I don't, I don't know a lot about 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 you know ornithology, ornithology, ornithology. I don't know a lot about it. Uh, there's a place in Gatlinburg that I went to. That's like a, it's like a, a place you can go see, see uh, birds. birds. Yeah. So. Uh, and a lot of parrots and stuff there. There was a cage that you could stand in, and the birds would come lay on your shoulder. Yeah. I did not go in that cage. So, please. I had heard about that, though. Yes. So, you, had you heard? The bird is the word? <laughs> Dang it. You're not going to get one over oh, on bye, me, bye, hey, bye, bye, bird. Anyway, Strange Brew Coffee House. That's the word in coffee. <laughs> College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's where you're doing your shopping this holiday season for the Mississippi State fan in your life. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. And look, with Black Friday just a few weeks ahead, they are always putting together great deals. They usually do that beat-the-clock kind of deal where if you get there early, you can get like 25 30% off of some of your purchases. So I'll keep you guys informed on that. And, of course, shop at collegecornerstore.com. Get that shopping done now before Christmas gets here. Hook up the MSU fans in your life with some great, great merchandise. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. I had forgotten this weekend is Bulldog Bash. Yes. So, you know, this is a weekend where some people will be coming to Starkville anyway. Before you head over to see uh, Robbie's boy, Hardy, you go head over to Humble Taco. Grab a couple of margaritas, grab some, some, some great food, and then head down to the concert. That's a good evening. For you and yours. It's such a unique menu and a unique environment. There's no place like it. You'll enjoy it. It's Humble Taco. Firehouse, by the way, we had a listener reach out to us, my buddy Jess Harrington. Fully involved. Let me let me read exactly what we got here. It is a fireman's term, though. Fully involved? Yeah. So we, we were asked about this. 
means that you can't enter a structure until the fire streams have been extinguished or at least part of the burning structure. So basically, you're not, it means the building is safe to go in. Interesting. So there you go. Well, that explains that. It does. It does. All I know is their sandwiches are fabulous. They're outstanding. And you should download their app, Firehouse Subs app. It's free. You get great reward points. They, you can accumulate reward points quickly, so you're getting free subs. And when you get in, in, in and out of there in, in a nick of time, I mean, it's just so easy when you do things with that app. So Firehouse Subs, you can go to the Android or the uh, iPhone app stores, download that app today, and you can be eating good and getting rewards really quickly from our friends at Firehouse Subs. It's Friday. It means it's time for the three Ps. I know that Robbie is excited about that. He, you can tell. He's just, he's just so fired up over there. I'm, I'm done with the ads, but he's still on his phone. I just want to point that out to all I'm of I'm trying to handle business over here. Business? Hashtag business. This is business time right here. Well, Mississippi State's going to be looking to handle business this weekend in Fayetteville. It's kind of interesting, and this is what happens when, you're, when you win games. Last weekend was the biggest game of the year. Now this weekend's the biggest game of the year. You win this game, next weekend's the biggest game of the year. Yep. And this is sort of the stretch you're in, but this is a massive game for Mississippi State. This is what puts them out of the you know Birmingham Bowl zone and into you know okay now you're really talking about being able to win some games and with Ole Miss you know next weekend next by the way we haven't really you know it's, we're not looking too far ahead but State Auburn Ole Miss A and M. I mean, the entire SEC West kind of gets decided be behind Alabama next weekend. Yeah. It's really interesting. Well, if State wins this weekend, beats Arkansas, they're top 25 in both polls. Yeah, and the college football playoffs probably top, moving them up 15. as well. Yeah. That's a top 15 matchup in, at Auburn. That might be the biggest game those two teams have played since 2014. That's one of those situations where CBS is going to go, what, what were we thinking? We should put State in Auburn. Yeah. But it is what it is, and that's at eleven a.m. You're gonna have an eleven a.m. game between two top two two top fifteen teams. I mean, well, I mean, it's sort of like in uh, Big Twelve country that'd be prime time. But well, think about you know 2014 Mississippi State versus Texas A&M. You know, yep, kind of the same situation there. But that's that's for next weekend. When you look at Arkansas from a statistical standpoint, they're an interesting team. Uh, they don't they don't you know they don't put up a ton of yards, but they score points. It's scoring 33 points a game, but it's on a, on a you know about 320 yards. I'm sorry, I'm looking at that wrong. Never mind, they do put up a lot of yards. 450 yards a game. Yeah, I had it backwards there. They only give up about 320 yards per game, but but they have 250 on the ground too offensively. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's 250 on the ground. Defensively, they're only giving up 320. It's about 330, I guess I should say. But 167 yards a game on the ground, not great. No. And then we discussed yesterday, sort of how they're a little bit of a paper tiger when it comes to offense, or pass, pass defense is what I meant to say. So, people are going to be mad at me. They're just going to be mad at me. But this is like, when I look at this, this team on paper, when I look at these stats, and I look at what Mississippi State's been doing the past few weeks and what they're good at doing, Robbie, I think State's going to win this game kind of comfortably. think so. I, I, I think they're going to win sort of the same way they beat Kentucky. Okay. If it was at I'm home, if it was sorry, at home, I'm, I would agree with you. If it was at home. Being on the road is, is that's going to be a little bit fly in the ointment for sure. But I do I do think that state is playing its best football. I think that offensively they should be able to move the football and they should be able to score. 
the big question to me is, are they getting off the field defensively, which I think they they can do. Um, but they can't allow – I'm, I'm going to go with the same exact game plan as I did last week. You cannot allow this team to establish the run. This is going to be a better team running the football than Kentucky mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Kentucky had, had Chris Rodriguez, and and you know Will Levis could run, but he's not with KJ Jefferson. No, KJ Jefferson, that is his game. If you can bottle him up, if you can if you can force him to stay in the pocket and pass the football, I like Mississippi State's chances. Even though I think he's a serviceable passer, maybe even better than that, and they have a great wide receiver mm-hmm. and Traylon Burks. I just don't think that Arkansas can win this football game by just passing the football, by you know rushing it for 65, 75 yards and having to throw for like 350. I, I don't know if they can do that. Uh, so if Mississippi State can make them one-dimensional, I, I might agree with you. I might, I might what, say that they can win this ball game by a couple of touchdowns. That's what State's kind of done all year Yeah, is they have made teams one-dimensional. They have taken away the running game from basically every team they've played this year. And so if they're able to do that against an Arkansas team that's one of the best rushing teams in the country, then they're going to win because K.J. Jefferson, who is a lot better than I thought he would be this year, he's been really good, but he is not going to be a guy who can sit back in the pocket and throw 30-plus times and pick you apart. No. All right? His game is... He can, he can beat you for a big play. Right. But, but even then, those big plays come because you just get sucked in yep. from stopping the run. Yep. State's been able to stop the run all year. So you have that. And then on the other side, you know, I'm not getting I don't I don't expect State's play calling balance to be what it was last weekend. I think if anything, it'll probably be closer to the normal, 75-80% to the pass. But Arkansas has not been great against the run. State's offensive line, outside of those false start penalties, played really well last week. You said it yesterday that Arkansas's defensive line is not as good as Kentucky's is. And then, you know, we're, this is the first – I mean, they were tested by Ole Miss, and, and they didn't pass that test. Corral had a big day. I mean, I think I think something that Trey Biddy said yesterday, this makes a lot of sense. You know Rodgers is throwing for 300. Mm-hmm. It's how much is he getting on top of that that sort of determines if State wins or loses. If he's over 350, it feels like State wins. If, if he's not turning the ball over, yeah. I feel like they're going to win. Right, yeah. And that's the other thing that gives me some confidence here is the way State turned it around from Kentucky from one year to the next by just playing clean, taking what Kentucky gave them, and and, and not not trying to overextend yourself, it's the same thing a year ago. Go back and watch that game. State gave the game to Arkansas. They They had turnovers. They couldn't block anybody, which doesn't make any sense. And... They just made poor decisions. Mike Leach made poor decisions coaching-wise and some of the stuff he went for as opposed to you know playing a little safer and getting some field goals. Everything I'm seeing on paper makes me think State's going to win this game and win it, like I said, between 10 and 14 points, I think. If I'm Will Rogers, I see that look with a three-down lineman and they're dropping eight guys. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to test the run early. I, I agree with that. I want to see if I'm able to run the football. And if I'm not, then I'm just going to do my regular thing and we're going to run the football 18 times maybe and we're just going to have to pass it 50 times. But if they're not able to to stop Mississippi State from picking up five, six yards a rush mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. do it. Do it. 
and open up that pass. And that I mean, because I, I go back to the Georgia game, and I'm not comparing Mississippi State's offense to Georgia's at all. It's a much different offense. But Barry Odom came out there with a three-down lineman set and just got blown off the ball and just kept doing it the entire ball game. It was, it was almost like Bo Pelini, but the opposite. They they thought they were going to be able to stop the run with three down linemen, and they had no chance. Um, I, I don't think Mississippi State's going to be able to do what Georgia did, run the football. But if he's going to stay in that drop eight defense, then oblige him. Go out there and run the football and pick up, take what you can get. You know, and and that's another thing. You know that people just they think it's Mike Leach's play calling. It's, it's what Will Rogers sees from the defense that he can check down to a run. Most of those runs, maybe not if if all of them were Will Rogers' decision to run the football. So that's not it's not a Mike Leach thing that Mike Leach is calling sixty passes and and ten rushes. It's whatever the quarterback sees out there, and the quarterback makes the decision what he wants to do here. So it's really on Will Rogers, and I thought he really. I mean, you talk about a guy that's a coach's son. I mean, he saw the defense. He broke the defense down last. That's week. the biggest change in this offense right now is Rogers and his command of it. Yeah, and being able to confidently check in and out of plays. And I agree with you. I think, especially early in this game, you're going to see a lot of – if State is going to run, it's going to be early. Yeah. Because Arkansas is going to come out in that three-man front, they're going to drop eight, and Rodgers is just going to be like, check, 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 and it's going to be Marks, Johnson, Marks, Johnson. And they're going to make them They're going to make them change. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, if you go back a year, I think that's what they might have done anyway mm-hmm. if Kylan Hill doesn't get hurt. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Costello probably just didn't have the confidence in Marks making his first real appearance. Yeah. And Dylan Johnson making his first real appearance. Because they that. went to Kylan Hill early in that game in that first possession, yeah. and he got hurt, he got on, hurt. A, on a run. So I think yeah, I think early in the game you're gonna see Will Rogers just just handing it off, doing that little toss sweep play that was so effective. Maybe run that little option play that we saw against Vanderbilt, and try to force Barry Odom's hand into making that change. And when that happens, then, I mean, Arkansas has got good players in their secondary, but State has good receivers, so I feel like State can win. When you have four guys out in the pattern, and they're Polk, Wally, Heath, and Austin Williams, I have confidence in at least one of those guys to find a soft spot in the defense yeah. and get down and get the catch. I feel, And I feel confident in Will Rogers' ability to find those guys. Yeah, for sure. And I And... Like I've been saying, I mean, I I just have faith in this offense at this point that they can move the football against anybody that they play. It's just, are you, are you executing enough to score touchdowns and to get in the red zone and finish drives and not turn the ball over? That's kind of where this offense is right now. You're you're in that stage of Mike Leach's offense that you can beat any defense. I thought that they could. I thought they could score against Alabama. They moved. They moved the football down down the field pretty easily against Alabama, probably as easily as they have in a long time. But they just didn't execute. They didn't finish drives. That's the difference between Mississippi State being a bad good team or whatever you said, and a good good team eventually. Yeah. Because I think that's a possibility with this offense if it's executing at high level. We saw it against A and M, which is a good defense. We saw it against Kentucky, which is a good defense. This is a good defense, uh, in my opinion. It has one of the best play callers in the country in Barry Odom. They have some veterans out there on defense. Bumper Pool, one of the best names in college football yeah. is out there. Uh, one of the um, Henry brothers is playing defense. They got guys that are going to tackle in space. They're going to they're execute. 
this is another good defense from Mississippi State, and I still feel like they can score points if they execute at a high level. Another thing to watch in this game, Arkansas is one of the most penalized teams in the SEC, even more so than Mississippi State. They get about 70 yards in penalties a game from Arkansas. You know who's number one, by the way, in the SEC? Ole Miss. You got it. Um, they're, not even, they're not even calling penalties on them faking injuries defensively. Let's not get into that. Uh, that said, yeah, th- th- this game for Mississippi State, it's crazy. It's crazy. I haven't felt I haven't felt this confident about a Mississippi State. Now, I'll go ahead and tell you. The last time I felt this confident about a Mississippi State win was probably the Egg Bowl in 2017. Well, there it uh, is. Yeah, I, I, there it when, is, when folks. I'm, when I'm when I'm super confident, it always goes bad. So, well, so fa- feel free chalk to, it up as a loss for Mississippi State. Feel free to fade me on this one, guys. I get it, but I really do feel like Mississippi State's the better team. They're playing better. I think that while the 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 bye week came at a good time for Arkansas in terms of getting healthy, it's been two weeks since they've had to be really sharp. Yeah, where a state has been playing big games the last three weeks. And the, and the bye week has not been good for many teams this year. You pointed it's that out. It's not there's, been there's good. Been a trend this year of coming off a bye and not playing well. You know, Mississippi State came off a bye and was not good against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, Ole Kentucky Miss came off a bye, not good against Alabama. Kentucky came off a bye, not good, not good against, against Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. Yeah. Um, you know, Texas A&M is coming off a bye this week, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's sometimes – Coaches just want to play, yeah. you know. I think for Arkansas, this was good because they've had several guys banged up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, from a health standpoint, it worked out for them. I, I think Mississippi State would have rather just played Alabama instead of had that bye for A and M. Just yeah. go ahead and maybe get a bye after that Bama game before the Vandy game, mm-hmm. uh, because some some people just they they don't want to they don't they don't want to stop playing. They have that momentum. You take a week off and you get kind of soft for a week, and sometimes it doesn't come out good. Mm-hmm. We talked last week about Wondell Robinson and how dominant he was over the Kentucky. It's worse here for, for Arkansas. Arkansas Traylon Brooks has 42 catches. The next guy has 14. Yeah. The next three guys combined. Hold on. 27, 37. you got to combine their next four receivers to get more than Traylon Brooks has. That's really interesting. But, I mean, a but team. big play guys. This is kind of like, I mean, it's almost like kind of a, a triple option offense, though. They're heavy on the run, and then they will – when they beat go, you with one guy deep. And that's the thing. That's when like Ar- what Georgia Tech Arkansas used to do with Calvin ball, Johnson. Arkansas and Mississippi State couldn't be any more opposite in terms of what they do throwing the ball. Yeah. Arkansas averages 15 yards of completion. Yep. I mean, Burks is averaging 17, Tyson Moore is 17, Warren Thompson 16, Devion Warren uh, 15. They, they, they get big plays. Mississippi, Mississippi State's State, averaging, what, eight? State is dead last in the country in yards per uh, a, a completion. Eight point nine, they're second to which last is up in, from last year. Yeah, they're second to last nationally in yards per attempt. So, but at the same time, as we've sort of discussed, with the way they use the passing game as the running game, it, it just sort of is what it is. So, I would like to see some of those plays go down as runs, swing pass. So, like any you know, pass within three yards of the line of scrimmage should count as a run. You know, like shovel pass. That's something I would behind be, line I of scrimmage. Just call that a run. Like sit down and sort of break down. Yeah. And then I think if you did that, you'd be surprised. Well, yeah, I don't know if you'd be surprised at all. But you, uh, of out of eighty plays or seventy plays, and you know, in it's listed as fifty-five pass attempts and fifteen runs. But in reality, it's probably closer to 
50-50. Yeah. Sort of, you know, 35-35. I mean, it's like when people are like, well, this offense can't work if it's not balanced. Well, a lot of that is skewed. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of passes behind the line of scrimmage. There's a lot of plays that go down as passes that are basically runs. runs. So, I mean, I, I look at it, you know, we see this offense now working that nothing's really changed for what Mike Leach has done offensively. You had, people were asking, you know, what what is he doing to change it up? He ha- he hasn't done anything to change it up. They're just executing at this point. This is what this offense looks like. This is what it's supposed to look like when you're executing at a high level, and that's what Will Rogers is doing. That's what the offensive line's doing and the receivers. So when you're catching the ball, you're not dropping the ball. Whenever Will Rogers is finding open open receivers downfield, when the offensive line is giving him time, this is what it looks like. You don't have to you know, absolutely run the football 25 times a game to have success because I think that what they're doing works. You know, Mike Leach knows what he's doing. I agree. I agree. All right, let's move on into our playmakers and predictions. That's brought to you by our good friends over at – what are you doing? Oh, I know what you're doing now. I'm pulling my phone out. Yeah, it's time to do the ads. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you this weekend – when you're listening to Mississippi State, watching Mississippi State, or you're watching any kind of football, you want to throw something on the grill, beef is the way to go. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Grab you a couple of ribeyes, a couple of fillets, some burgers for the kids, or hey, just want to make a big meal for the family, get a brisket, grab some uh, some tri-tips. There's just so many great cuts of beef out there, and your local grocery store and your local butchers are ready to help you put together a fantastic meal for your family. Help out your local Mississippians, 15,000 of them in this state, producing beef, nearly a half billion dollars in cattle production. Check them out at msbeef.org if you're looking for recipes or if you're looking for information about how Mississippi is one of the top beef producing states in the country. Beef, it's what's for dinner. At Thank you to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Don't forget For tailgating purposes, two home games left. You can always hit them up at twobrotherstarkville at gmail.com, and that will get you a fantastic spread for your tailgate. But if you just want to head over to the restaurant, well, the food, it just can't be beat. One of my favorite restaurants, not Eston Starkville, but here across the SEC. I'm a guy who travels a lot for work and for for football, and I've been to all these places, and I'm telling you, Two Brothers stacks up there with the very best. Next time you're in Starkville, make sure you're in the Cotton District and make sure you're at Two Brothers Smoked Meats enjoying smoked southern soul food. Advantage Business Systems wants to take care of your business the way they've been taking care of Mississippians for nearly 50 years. They have been doing business in this state with people just like you, and they're looking to add you to the list, the list of their success stories. Everything your business needs from a technological standpoint They've got it at Advantage Business Systems, and every sale they make comes with this promise. We're going to treat you like you're our next-door neighbor. And that's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are a Mississippi business, first and foremost. They do business with Mississippi State. If it's good enough for Mississippi State, it's good enough for your business as well. Call them today. Find out how they can help you. The number is 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right, Robbie. Offensive. Did you see that uh, Christian Ford is no longer a walk-on, so you can no longer criticize him? I think this was done. On the field. I think this was done in response. <laughs> I expect JJ Jernigan to be next. I got to say something though. MSU, where's the video? Yeah, we need a video of this. These are the kind of things that, that tug on the heartstrings, get you a million views on YouTube. Come on, guys. What are we doing? All right. What do you got for me for an offensive playmaker? Oh, uh, um. 
You know, I picked Jaden Wally last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Was that my guy last that week? Sounds, that sounds right, yeah. I, I'm going to change it up this week, and I'm going to go with Christian Ford. He He's starting to slowly become a, a guy okay. that is – a guy that is a, a big part of this offense in the in the slot. And I think he had a big catch the other day against Kentucky. I think he's a guy that could have six or seven catches this week, maybe 75 yards. I, I'm, I'm expecting a big day out of him. That's interesting. And he just got a scholarship because so you know he's going to be pumped up. I, I agree with all that, but that's an interesting pick. You think of all the receivers Mississippi State has. If Ford had, if I'll say this, I, I, if Christian Ford has a big day, I'm going to be right on my prediction. I promise you that. That state wins big? Yeah. Um, for me, going back to what I said just a minute ago, I think that you know early in the game, State's going to be trying the run game on them. So it's going to be on Jaquavius Marks to get that job done. When he gets the ball, he needs to be getting four to five, four to five yards of carry. If he can do that and, and help State move the chains early in this game, by the end of the game, State's going to be really, really set offensively in the passing game. So, And Marks, of course, is a big part of the passing game as well. I'd like to see sort of close to you know twenty total touches in this game between carries and catches. And if if he if he if he's over a hundred plus yards, going to be good for Mississippi State. So give me Jaquavius Marks as my offensive playmaker. Mississippi State is three and one under Mike Leach when they rush over twenty five times. The only time they lost was against LSU this year, and they rushed for over a hundred yards in that ball game. Believe it or not, last week was the first time they've rushed for over twenty five and haven't gotten over 100 yards, I believe, and they were like 96 or something. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is when they've dialed up the run, when they've ran the football 25 or more times, they're going to win the ball game more more than likely. Mm -hmm. So, All right, defensively, who you got? On the defensive side of the ball, you know, this is a game where you've got to stop the run. Last week I said uh, Jet Johnson. I'm going to go with Nate Watson in this ball game. Because I, I feel like he has become a good run stopper, but he's athletic enough that he can get out in space and and make a tackle on a pass too. So if if um, if Arkansas is going to throw the ball across the middle or something, maybe Nate Watson could come up with a big play there too. So I'm going with Nate Watson. I think he's going to uh, be right at the top of the team in tackles and maybe even come up with a big play in this game too. I think the the key for Mississippi State. I've sort of been in this this sort of maybe like a rut a little bit of picking these guys, but stopping Traylon Burks is the key, right? Because if you can, lo- I think State's going to limit the running game, so that's going to force Arkansas into passing situations. If you don't let Burks beat you, they got nothing. They really yeah. don't have anything. So I don't know who's covering him. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Martin Emerson. I think Emerson's going to be pumped to have a big game too after yeah. what happened last week and getting kicked out. I think he'll he'll be ready to have a big game. So Martin Emerson is going to be my defensive playmaker in this one. Who's your uh, your X factor? Colin Duncan's going to make a big play in this game. I think. Been sort of it's, waiting on him this year. And you know what? He was on Wendell Robinson some last week, and and I thought did well. He had a couple of pass breakups, maybe one or two. Um, so you know that guy's not afraid to get out there and cover somebody. I, I could see him coming up with the with a big play or two in the secondary mm-hmm. whenever Mississippi State needs him the most. Mm-hmm. Real quick, Texas head football coach Steve Sarkeesian said the monkey story is not a distraction at all. Okay. So, there you go. Pole assassin getting it done. Um, I feel like Arkansas is a team that they they gave up a lot of big plays to Ole Miss. And obviously State and Ole Miss's offense are so different. But I could see this could be the week where State finally gets a busted coverage 
and and takes advantage. So let's go with Jaden Wally. Wally hasn't has, Wally's been in the end zone this year, but not to probably the degree. I think last week was his first game to sort of break back out. I and he was I, so close to scoring a touchdown. Yeah, he got stopped at the one. I, I think he's going to finish the season the same way he did last year. Really, really strong. Yeah. So Wally makes gets in the end zone for this one. So Jaden Wally's my guy. Who's what's your prediction, Robbie? What do you got? Oh man. I mean, this is I'm not as confident as you just on this like Mississippi State being a two touchdown mm-hmm. winner. But I do think they're going to win this game. I, I just I think that Mississippi State's turned a corner here and it, if they lose I feel like that's a step back. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Arkansas being better this year, I just I feel like it's a step back for them because right now it seems like they've got it clicking and they need to take this this step and get another big SEC road win. Uh, with Auburn coming up next week, you still got you know Ole Miss on the schedule. You need to win this ball game, and I think they will. I, I do think Mississippi State's going to win this thing, and I think they're going to be able to score some points. I'm going to say 34 to 30, Mississippi okay. State. Okay, it's a close game. Yes, we are all. We are only going to be one number worth of difference. I think State wins this game pretty comfortably. I say Mississippi State 34 20. Uh, that would be a big win. Oh, uh, that would be a statement win. In yeah, my opinion. I think State's going to make a statement this weekend. I, I really do feel like that. Again, I apologize. So Brian's feeling he's feeling all warm and fuzzy about this team, which means they're about to tank. Feeling my oats a little bit, so better this week than Egg Bowl week. That's true. Uh, if, get it out of my system. Yeah, you need to go ahead and just be completely negative about that ball game if, if this goes awry. My, my anger sort of takes me in that direction. Yes. So we'll, we'll figure that out, though. All right, so Robbie says 34-30. I say 34-20. We both say Mississippi State wins, so that means we'll be back early on Sunday if that's the case. Uh, if not, we'll figure it out and get you the podcast as we get it. Uh, big week next week. Not only is it a huge football game, but basketball starts up next week. Uh, MSU's first game of the season is on Wednesday against North Alabama. So the basketball season getting Women underway. play Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So a lot going on, a lot to talk about. We'll be enjoying bringing it to you. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.